Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you've all had a blessed week and that you're all enjoying yourselves. I know we have some work that we've done this past week. We've called up our senators, representatives, and made a social media push that has shown them where we stand on allowing illegals in, and I congratulate all of you out there for your prayers and for your support of going after there and telling these uh, crooks <laughs> exactly where we stand. And they are crooks because in that, they also had a whole bunch of money for Ukraine, Israel, other people's borders. Isn't it strange that they want to secure everyone else's borders but the United States borders? It's like... Um, they're they're throwing it in our faces that haha this is what we want but they're also showing it of haha we are so stupid <laughs> i kind of see both sides to that but th this is uh this is just one one of those things that i you know at some point i hope we finally get through and we finally you know get this border closed at some level we have you know, people that want to enable a certain amount of illegals here every single day, which is not closing the border. Heck, the guy that, what is it, the Lang Oklahoma Senator Lincoln or whatever, what he was doing is just writing this. My first question was, what does somebody have on you to be able to make something so stupid? And then as it just got worse, as text was leaking out, you're seeing more and more pushback and people just do not want to be put into this corner anymore. They don't want to be supporting everybody else, right? You And the one reason why I think that's happening is that you're putting so much more pressure on people to, um, with the way they're living day to day, right? Inflation is running rampant no matter what um, Biden keeps on saying we can go and see what is going on right now. We can go to the store. We can go buy our groceries. And we all know and we all joke, hey, look, um, <laughs> my uh, <laughs> my groceries I can carry now with one arm. <laughs> I bought $100 worth of groceries and they're just one arm. I've bought $200 worth of groceries. It's a bag and a half. <laughs> and this is not something you had four years ago and people are seeing this now and people are going are going crazy and so when you want to um throw in and have all these illegals cross the country then these sanctuary cities are saying hey we're going to get them work permits they shouldn't be work permits at all they shouldn't get you know any free stuff new york city we have a problem with illegals and yet the next thing they do the next day right i can't believe i'm even seeing this but they go through and they say hey look we are gonna have 53 million dollars for illegals to help them out why who cares they're illegal make it uncomfortable for them so they can leave um i i think that we do need to strengthen our laws we already have laws in the books and what i mean by strengthen them we're not changing laws we are strengthening them we're going, hey, it is, uh, we are going to ban any illegal that is over here from ever being able to come legally into the United States ever again. Let's ban it. 
why not? The people that deserve to be here and to be citizens are the ones that go through legal ways. The ones that put in the effort to get here. You're already having somebody willing to break the law to come over here. I'm pretty sure that they're probably going to break the law again because that's the sort of thing, right? They've already broken it to come across. They've already broken the law. So let's clean that up. The people that get here legally, I'm perfectly fine with all of them wanting to have citizenship. In fact, we can discuss uh, the pathway to citizenship of how that should work. And if that should be more efficient or what it needs to be, but a high level person coming over here that wants to be a citizen, I fully think that that should happen. It shouldn't be like, oh, all my friends and family get over here. No, the people that want to get over here, the people that, you know, are trying to get over here, those people are ones that I'm very accepting to. I think that they're great people. I think that they provide a value because they actually want to be part of society. These illegals don't want to be part of society. They want to get their free stuff. And right now, the American people are flipping that. It, the rest of the world, you know, you have the Marshall Plan. We've been, you know, feeding, you know, Europe for all these years. You know, China, we've been feeding them with all our purchasing stuff of how NAFTA and everything else, um, these trade deals were designed to let China just be able to run rampant all over manufacturing where we had nothing here left in the United States. Mexico is getting all these car manufacturings. And then people wonder why Trump actually has a backing. It's just incredible to me. People aren't even thinking. Now NBC is even on there saying, oh, in all these states and even in general election, it looks like Trump's up by, what was it, like five points or something? Four points, something like that. I can't remember what it exactly was. But even these leftist organizations are calling the alarm. These leftist organizations are going, whoa, there is, there's a lot of stuff going on here. This is going to be a problem. And guess what? It's going to be a problem. <laughs> Why? Because you're trying to you're trying to replace the voters here. The voters don't want to be replaced, and even the Democrats don't even like the direction they're going in. I, I you know, love all these communities now that are starting to realize, you know what? We shouldn't just vote because we were told to vote for somebody, right? Yeah, the black community where you know LBJ and everything else is. You know, rumor to have said <laughs> the things that he said and uh, rumored as in if it actually was, he probably did say it. Um, but that is a problem, right, of for the Democrats of you starting to think whatever color, creed, whatever type of American you are, however you look. It is a problem for the Democrats, and I would say Republicans as well, when you start to think. Republicans created a bad border bill with, you know, the Democrats. They created that. But because we have people that can think, because we have people that are vocal, because we have people that are being willing to stick their neck out and say something, you even have Mitch McConnell, right? He's in the Senate. He's got to be like, oh, yeah, this is a good thing. We create this bill. We're going to vote on that, right? He was had to have some of that say in there. Even he went and said, oh, I don't support this anymore. He doesn't want to be associated with it. I mean, the turtle 
people call him that. I think he looks more like a nutcracker, you know, just there standing still. And there's just a lever on the back of him that you move his mouth up and down. Um, and these Repu- so-called Republicans, these so-called, you know, people, all they want is money. The Democrats want power, and they get that through money. The Republicans, they just want power, and you, you see that. And they want control, and the problem is, is that they're losing control. Both Republican and Democrats are losing control now, Democrats have some mechanisms in their party to kind of keep control and kind of keep their um, iron fist over control of the DNC. Republicans don't have that as much. I think the Republicans would like something like that. I don't think that they could get away with it now anymore. People are just moving. To, people are moving on a train to wanting freedom back so much and wanting their country back. That right now it is get on board or get out of the way. Um, God is working through us. God is working in us to get these people back on track. You know, um, shedding the light on evil makes you know evil disappear. Right? It's a it's a great disinfectant, and we are on that train. Some of these laws are just absolutely horrible, and we are mowing through them now better than before. There was even a vote today taking out the border deal and voting on Ukraine um, funding, Israel funding, and some money being sent some other place too. I'm planking on it because I get frustrated (laughs) with how much money they send all over the place. And uh, guess what? That failed. They needed 60 votes in the Senate. And we have to continue to press on these um, people, continue to press on where to go because I think if we do that we're going to have a great opportunity to move this country back in the right direction it's a huge fight right now it's a spiritual fight and we are going through that now you know I don't know if you guys saw Trump come out and he talked about um, giving Anheuser-Busch a good um, forgiving them now I am not one to say, you know, let's go and forgive Anheuser-Busch. I'm not there yet. I think we have to have Anheuser-Busch feel it a little little more with Bud Light. And I'd like to see them to actually apologize. Now, Trump came out. we got to forgive him, give him a second chance there for America. Let's see him. Let's put him where their mouth is. Fire everybody that was a DEI hire. If you are a DEI hire, fire him. Right? Make sure that they were there on their merits. If they were hired on their merits, no matter color or creed, who cares? They're on their merits. But if they were one of these DI hires because you had somebody that you wanted to fill to fulfill something, fire them. Let's see where you're. Let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's let's do another thing. Let's do you know sponsorship of things. Let's put your money out there and put it on all these conservative brands. Start. Start there. Maybe the conservative brands decide, hey, we don't want to be associated with you. Well, that's going to suck for you. Maybe you're, you're going to have to have an asking price or a suggested price that's so astronomical high they can't say no. Maybe start there. Maybe start putting it and making sure in 
you know, communities that uh, require that there is no LGBT, you know, these queer books and stuff in libraries and elementary schools, middle schools. Maybe start putting your money in um, in places to prevent the mutilation of children and and teenagers through gender transition. Maybe just do some of those stuffs uh, here, Bud Light. Maybe you might get on the back uh, on a better track. Instead, it's just you know, <laughs> instead of just going, you should give them a second chance. I will give you a second chance. You just got to put some effort in to showing me it's there. Otherwise, why do it? Now, I don't drink <laughs> that much anyways, and I wouldn't drink Bud Light if I did. Um, <laughs> but these are things that if you want me to talk even a little bit about it, maybe, you know, seeing somebody drink Bud Light, I won't, you know, make fun of them. But uh, I think that was a big part of this, right? How many out there decided to go through and maybe made fun of somebody, maybe put pressure on somebody because they were drinking a Bud Light and notified them what they have done? I think that is a good thing. There's a good, you know, sometimes there's a good thing aside to things to notify people of what's happening through it. This is, um, th these are things that we just kind of have to, you know, deal with and if Anheuser-Busch decides hey I want to make this better well that is a um, th that's the th that's the price they're going to have to pay right there is a pr they have to pay a price right now the boycott will continue until they pay that price and it's getting Back in the good graces, one nice thing about the you know people in the United States and people in general is a lot of times they do give you a um, second chance. You do get these you know forgiveness, which you know I'm all for you know forgiving. The Lord has taught us that we should do that. Um, sometimes I'm a little bit harder to let go and forgive, but I've learned over the years that I need to do it. I'm willing to do it, except you know, in this instance, I want you to kind of, you know, give me something in return. And right now, what has Bud Light done besides, I'm guessing, contact Trump? I don't know for sure, but guess contact Trump and say, could you say something like this? Because my guess is, is that the Trump supporters are the ones that are causing the biggest problem for Bud Light. It's not the Democrats. It's not the left. You bent the knee to the left. Now you have to bend the knee to the right. You have to. And if they're not willing to, well, there's a problem. Getting Trump to just say something isn't going to solve anything. I don't think, or I should say, I don't think it's going to solve anything. As much as I have supported Trump, I you can see that I've disagreed with him on certain things, especially if you've listened to my podcast long enough. And I think this is one of them. I think he does a lot of good things. I think he, I hope that he's learned from the first time he was in the presence to actually fix things the second time. If not, we're, we're into for a rude awakening. But I think that he needs the guidance of God and look towards God on this rather than listening to Anheuser-Busch on it. And that just goes for life in general. I mean, we all have to look towards God. We should be looking towards God, not going towards you know, our pocketbook or whatever else.
but the, you know there's a lot there's there's a ton of stuff just going on all over the place right and tons of good things tons of movement and while some people may say this next thing is uh oh look the rnc has you talking about the new um uh, GOP chair to replace uh, McDaniel Ronda and that's you know they're just talking about this trying to get something else through yeah there could be you know a sleight of hand here but I will say this do you want change or do you want to stick with the status quo and it seems like the one people uh, the people that have came out and said hey you know Ronda's bad and we should have selected somebody else. And now they're saying, well, look at this. This is so, um, there's so, uh, there's change now happening just too close in the election year. This is not good. You know, watch what you wish for. I'm going, what, what do you want? You can't have it both ways. But I think if you put a little bit of change in, which this is, I think that you'll have a little bit better opportunity to move in a direction that is better. Having somebody drop out because they're incompetent and because they're not right is better than keeping that person in to have you be a you know disaster. And I don't, I don't understand um, what this is, where your fine line is of why you're righteous than thou, right? right? Um, we'll see who the next one is. It may not be better, right? It may be, it may be a difficult thing to see or to show. It, you know, they may be worse. I mean, I don't know how much worse you can be with Rhonda, right? She's losing money left and right. But it, why don't we give somebody else a chance for a little bit to see if this is uh, something to do or not. So um, this is uh, this is uh, you know just a part of politics sometimes. Did you want to keep McCarthy in or did you want to have McCarthy down? I think that if we had McCarthy still, we would have had a you know a border bill that we would really not like. We still wouldn't have any January six tapes, and we'd have a you know higher spending sprees than before. Is Johnson better? Slightly. Is he perfect? No way. Do do I think that he's really you know keeping his Bible up there just to look good? Yeah, kind of. Because I don't think that he's really following that and diving into that as much as he should with how he's talking and how he's, you know, having things go through. I get it. We can all fail and have failures in places, but we do have to repent in those areas and then get back with the Lord. I, that, that can be a difficult thing, but it is a thing that is there and that needs to be done. And I think that these changes that happen are actually good things. I think people that just want the status quo to keep going and wait till the next time, wait till the next time. We are now showing we can change things midpoint. If you were going through on a trip and 
all of a sudden you realized you were going the wrong direction. Driving in the wrong direction. Took the wrong exit. Would you want, wouldn't you want to be like, yeah, let's, let's make a change here. Let's turn around. Let's make an adjustment. Let's get back on track. Instead, we're getting people that instead do you like, you know what? We're going the wrong way. Let's keep going on the wrong way until we get to this certain point in time. And then we'll hope that we get a change in a person to be or change in direction to make to make to get back on track. If not, we'll keep going down this path even more. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Those are the people that are that are willing to, you know, they, they don't care about the adjustments they make in life. They'd rather have somebody else run their life than them themselves. And I, I, I fully believe that. Because there's, it doesn't make any sense to me why... A change in this and a change in the RNC chairwoman is a bad thing. It's an adjustment. We get to see who would be coming up next. And if they don't succeed, we get to change from there. If they don't get us back on the right track, change. What's wrong with change? Is there something fundamentally wrong with change that people can't stand? I don't know. But there is something that there's something that needs to be done in my opinion. We can't just sit here and go around and be like, "Hey, yeah, the next time there's pressure There's pressure that needs to be put on these elected officials. Don't look up to them. They are not celebrities. I don't get why people want to keep to, why keep people are so infatuated with celebrities or whatever else. Um, maybe it's me. My wife goes, "Oh, you know this person. Uh, you're gonna have to give me a little bit more context than that." Is <laughs> always my. She's like, you know, nobody in the movie industry. Uh, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, oh, I like this person in this movie. Can you? Uh, who? Who is it? Everyone says it. I don't know. I just know that they were in this movie and I watched it. <laughs> they were pretty good in it. <laughs> if you tell me, oh, this person has bad politics. Oh, yep, yeah, I I know that. <laughs> uh. I know actors that have bad politics and good politics. I just couldn't tell you what movies they were in. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's kind of funny. But, you know, I don't hold them in high regard, right? They are just doing a job. Elected officials are just doing a job. They should be um, waiting for our endorsements of them. And that's kind of our vote, but... When they're going out endorsing every single politics, I'm not looking them for advice. I mean, how many of you would want to go to your representative or senator for advice on something? I mean, how many? 
with how bad they run the budget and everything else. Like, here, let's put it this way. You want them to balance your budget and get you on a way to have a better financial success based upon what they do in the government. Would you have them make your budgetary decisions? Probably not. I mean, I would have them make maybe, you know, stock decisions based upon the information they have at the time they have it. But that's a whole nother story. Like, I know we've talked about this before. Should they be able to trade? I think they should be able to trade. They just should be underneath the same rules as everybody else. If they have insider information, they can't be trading, right? <laughs> There's a limit to that. And when you're on these committees, you're going to have those limits. I have no problem with a senator, representative making money while they're in office. That's perfectly fine. It's just how they're going about doing it. Right, if they're operating on rules that I can't operate under, if they're operating on information that they get specialty because of the position they're in, then that information needs to be public for everybody, right? Everyone should have the same chance. Maybe you switch it where, you know, if you want to make these trades, options, whatever it is, you have to post them and notify everybody. It has to be a public announcement. So everyone else has the same opportunity to enter that trade at the exact same time. Make it an equal playing field. It's United States is great because we have an equal playing field with unequal results. That's what makes it great. That's also one reason why I love it so much. Because you have the opportunity to have unequal results. And I think that it makes people a makes people want to achieve greatness. And I, I've every walk of life I've run into people where they may have not come from much, they may have came from something, but they have they've been great. And I love those stories, I, or I should say. I really enjoy those stories because they just have a meaning and an opportunity that shows me that having an opportunity at least will have unequal results. And people that come here legally should have those same level playing field to achieve those unequal results. And having illegals come in here diminish what those legal immigrants are doing. Diminish what the actual population of the United States is doing. Those law-abiding citizens, those people that want to achieve better for their family, and you're willing to give stuff to illegals. They went through an impeachment of um, uh, McCorris, um, and it didn't pass the House. Now, I guess there will be, there can be another vote on it based upon procedurals of not being a tie, whatever. When um, Scalise gets back. Here's my question. Why was there three Republicans to decide to vote against it? One here, here at Wisconsin, not my representative. But why was he, why did those three decide to vote against it? I have a question if you have an inability to read. I actually, you know, question anyone that voted against it if they have the 
uh, ability to even um, comprehend. Because they, they sure can't read the Constitution or comprehend. Because we all know what the guarantee clause is if you've been here for a few weeks. Article 4. It's in, it's in Article 4 of the Constitution. If you violated a specific thing of the Constitution, wouldn't that constitute as an impeachable offense? And I think it is an impeachable offense. Why has it not come up as being as voted for? Yes, this needs to be impeached. I don't care what party you're from. But if you can't follow the Constitution, why are you even there? Shouldn't then at that point you have your self on the stand of saying where you stand on the Constitution? The Carnty Clause says that the federal government is supposed to prevent from the invasion. Summarizing it. This is an invasion. You're supposed to protect the borders. It's a requirement. The states created the federal government. The requirement is to have that protected. Why is it not protected? Maybe these representatives should stand um, on their own two feet of where they voted for. And at least now we know they don't support the Constitution. They probably shouldn't be elected officials either. They're probably not even qualified for cat catcher. With that, I am praying for everyone out there. I hope that you all have a blessed week. Thank you so much for listening to The Way Freedom Flies. And until next time, God bless.